0: Welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I'm sitting in the luscious and amazing tour van of a band called Tough Age. I'm going to go around in a circle and get everyone to introduce themselves, their name and what they do in the band. My name is Jared Evan Sampson and I uh, play guitar and sometimes I
1: play bass and I sing uh, in the band Tough Age.
2: My name is Penny and I play the bass and sometimes the guitar and I sing in a band called Tough Age.
1: My name
3: is Jesse and I play the drums.
0: So you guys, this is the last stop on your West Coast tour. That's pretty exciting. How has the tour been? Super
1: good. (laughs) Yeah, this is maybe the best tour I've been on. We had a lot of really good shows and a lot of really good bands, which is uh, nice but not always guaranteed on tour. Uh, It was also very warm, so January to go down to California was a good call. But uh, yeah, like good shows and not a lot of horrible drives and good weather is uh, all around gonna be a good tour. And we said like the mark of it being good is that we all could keep going right now. We're like, oh yeah, we would be fine. Like nobody wants to kill each other. We're all having a good time. So good tour.
0: That is the mark of a good tour. Well, how about we play a song? I want to play the song that ends your set at the end of the show that you're about to go on stage and do tonight. What song would that be?
1: Uh, That will probably be the song Shame from our new album also called Shame.
0: Let's imagine for a second that there are people out there who've never heard of Tough Age before. Can you give them a sentence to help them prepare for this track?
1: Well, number one, that is not easy, or not, not easy to imagine. Uh, you should be prepared to confront yourself and your past actions and also listen immediately.
0: Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Shame. It's the title track off the third record by a band called Tough Age. I am in their tour van and it's a little bit messy, filled with coffee cups from a long tour. It was Jarrett that introduced this song. How about somebody else from the band talk a little bit about the track Shame for us?
2: Oh, no, it's got to be Jarrett. He wrote it.
1: (laughs) You You can still talk about our music, even if I wrote it.
3: Talk about it a little bit, I
1: guess. It's, a, I think, the
3: longest Tough Age song. It's 11 minutes long of the recording. It's got a long noise guitar
0: outro. It's a slow burn. It's, a, yeah, it's an epic. <laughs> so, Jarrett, I read you say a few things about it. And one of the things you said is that a lot of musicians write songs to purge emotions or experiences. But this song is your reaction against that impulse.
1: I, I think I'm against that impulse in general. I think that that's like a a real cop-out answer, something that people feel like they've learned to say. So, oh, like the Rolling Stones might say that, that sounds cool. Whereas the reason that I've always written songs about the bad things I've done or the things I don't like about myself is to remind myself that those things are in me so that when I perform them, they are in the forefront of my mind. And that is a good way to both talk about it and deal with it uh, personally on a personal level, but also, To not let yourself slide back into any of those actions, because every time I play the song, I think about why I wrote that song in the first place.
0: To some, that may sound very sadomasochistic.
1: I think it's just good. It's growth. Uh, I I don't go to therapy. I don't have money, so I think about my own actions. And I don't beat myself up. It's not about uh, going home and saying, oh, you piece of garbage. But it's just remembering that uh, the person you've been still informs the person you are and that you don't get to let yourself off the hook just because uh, you've changed.
0: All right, so tough age. You guys are a little bit infamous in indie music circles because there's a poster or there was a poster of your band above Archie's bet on Riverdale. So, first of all, I would love you to tell me what Riverdale is.
1: Oh, Riverdale is, uh, you shouldn't, oh uh, man, I have a lot of complicated feelings. Riverdale is the Archie Comics television show which bears very little resemblance to the Archie comics that I know and love.
0: So let's stop for a second and give a little bit of context. So Jared, not only are you one of the main members of Tough Age, but you're also, your day job, you work in a comic book shop.
1: I do. I've worked in comics for over a decade
0: now at this point. Uh, Yeah, I like comics. So you are very well acquainted with the Archie comics, but Penny would like to get in here.
2: I also work at the comic book shop. (laughs) That's true. An Important note.
0: (laughs) That is a very important note. So maybe, Penny, how about you describe The Riverdale Show versus the Archie Comics?
2: Uh, Well, I only watched uh, one to two episodes of Riverdale because I heard that our poster was in it. It seems to be a very serious show. Uh, (laughs) I don't know.
3: I can talk about Riverdale. I've watched every episode of the show. So uh, I'd say it's a melodramatic retelling of the Archie tropes, the gals and pals, uh, but with a lot more soap opera and uh, violence and drug use and extreme television drama. It's fun and terrible at the same time, I would say, but having our poster above Archie's bed was a weird thrill that none of us expected.
0: Archie's looking at you guys when he wakes up and right before he goes to bed.
1: He was, but then he took it down which is why I'm being glib and turned my back on uh, on the television show Riverdale, of whose first season I entirely watched, but I refused to get into the second one until I confirmed our poster's presence. I found out they took it down, which in continuity means, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched R- Riverdale, his dad got shot. He refused to go into his bedroom and he sat up with a gun all night, but sometime in then he decided he no longer liked Tough Age and it was really important to go into his room and take the poster down and replace it with what seems to be a generic poster of drums. We
3: have some strange theories about this though, because we think maybe it's my drum kit. Archie is that much of a fan that he just took a photo of my kit at a sound check, blew that up and hung it up
0: in his room. And so he's actually increasing his Tough Age fandom in season two. I like that theory. So, Tough Age, I'm gonna ask you right now, if you had to play one Tup Age song from any record that Archie specifically needs to hear, what would that song be?
2: Uh, <laughs> that he needs to hear? I guess. I don't
1: know. <laughs> Maybe
3: a uh, unclean. Notice noticed uh, Archie sits around shirtless a lot of the time, so some unclean Archie content on television. It's a little filthy, racy. It's not unclean. I want to wait
1: till you to ask me just why I'm waiting for all
0: that's passing never let me see you cry never meant to We'll see cry. show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Unclean by a band called Tough Age off their third record, Shame. I have the whole band here with me stuffed into their tour van. This song was actually selected by Jesse for Archie, the character in Riverdale, to listen to. Now let's hear the reason why.
3: Uh, I think that it's just the most sexy (laughs) Archie imaginable. So that's why he needs to hear Unclean. Yeah, K.J. Appa, the uh, New Zealand sensation. And his music is kind of strange, you know. his Dramatic covers of uh, Mad World and uh, Jack Johnson-esque acoustic fare.
1: I think he could deal with a, lip, a little bit more of a, a song like Unclean. This is where my crazy theory comes in, in it though. because We've had posters in a lot of things, so I have this whole working theory based off of being the comics. It's like a flash of two worlds type thing, so in all these show continuities, the band Tough Age is a very different band. So in this universe, perhaps we're a Jack Johnson-esque light folk band. So in
0: that world, you live in Hawaii and do a lot of surfing? I believe so, yes. Possibly. Let's take it back into the real world. Unclean, I'm thinking that that might be a reference to the band The Clean?
1: Oh, most definitely, yes. Uh, That song was obviously very, I mean, my love of flying down in the New Zealand scene in a greater sense is no secret. So when I wrote that, very often songs get shorthand names before they get a real name. And I was trying to rename it uh, because I was self-conscious. And I thought that actually goes well with the theme of the song and it's sort of wearing it on the sleeve instead of trying to
0: pretend like I've never listened to the clean or that I don't think it sounds sort of like the clean. So you're obviously a big fan of these bands, but not everyone could be. So why don't we give one or two sentences to fill the audience in on who these guys are?
1: For sure. Uh, Well, The Clean are probably the seminal band from the New Zealand scene that is best represented by a label Flying Nun, who are also very nicely tied into the Canadian music scene because our friends The Courtney's second record came out on Flying Nun last year, so sort of ties back in there. But The Clean came about as sort of just like uh, out of New Zealand out of nowhere, and it's sort of like very poppy but with a weird sensibility, a lot of uh, instrumentals, And yeah, one of the focal points of a New Zealand scene that at the time in the late 70s, early 80s is just uh, exploding with amazing music, all sort of within uh, the same wheelhouse, but very different iteration styles. And the clean were to me sort of the one that jumped styles the most or had the most variety at the time. They had a lot of instrumentals, and a lot of uh, weird short pop songs, and then they got further and further into either pop or
0: experimentation as they went along, uh, and lots of other great music out of them. So I'm going to interrupt you and say, can you pick a song by that band for me to play in the background while you're talking, so people get an idea of what you're talking about?
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, Point that thing somewhere else. It would be the one to play in the background, I think, by The Queen.
0: That's quite appropriate, because I am pointing a microphone at all three of you.
3: another thought actually while we're talking about all this unclean our tribute to the clean, so to speak is perfect for the actor kj appa who plays archie because he
0: himself is from new zealand
3: so there you go weird magic
0: nice so penny would you like to get in on talking about the Clean? no <laughs> why might that be <laughs> i don't have that much to say about them <laughs> they're good all right so i was on twitter Today and I was looking at the Twitter feed of tough age and I saw this quote that made me smile it says I think Jarrett you wrote it I'm not sure though one of the funniest parts of being a fat man on tour is that I get to hear people talk about my band a lot before sets because no one assumes that a fat person makes anything so I thought I would get you to talk a bit about that first
1: sure uh, Specifically last night yeah it it has happened many times on this tour uh, where I just hear people being like, oh, who is this band tonight? I've never heard of them. I don't know. What, have you listened to them? Or saying like things like, oh, I don't know. They're fr- Someone said last night, oh, they're from Canada, so they're probably pretty boring. <laughs> things like that. Just, But, uh, yeah, in general, people do not assume that fat people produce anything of value. Uh, and that's occurred in my life many, many times that people would never think like, oh, possibly he is in the band. I shouldn't talk about the band or I shouldn't say anything. Because, you know, you wouldn't, I don't know, maybe others will, but I wouldn't sit and discuss someone if I, or a band, if I assumed they're in the room and gonna listen to me, Even positive or negative, I would be embarrassed. But, yeah, people sort of see right through fat people, uh, and they don't think that they could possibly be a person who is an artist or a person who is performing because. Uh, society just doesn't expect anything of anyone who's overweight. So it's like it's weird to feel like you're taking up a ton of space and feel invisible at the same time. And that's very often how I feel, especially at shows uh, like last night, which was a great show and not ragging on it, but a very small packed room where you're constantly made to feel in the way, but also people are looking at you like, why are you here? And the reason you're there is because they're there to see you. Jared is tough age.
0: Absolutely. So Jared, do you like proving these naysayers wrong?
1: I don't care. It says more about them. Uh, I'm pretty used to it. I'm fat and I've always been fat and I'm always going to be fat. It's just uh, something that I observe more than anything. Uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I don't I don't really care about
0: those people. <laughs> Nor should you. How about we play another track? Let's pick another song you've done, Pecan Freeze. I'd love you to tell me a little bit about that or someone in the band can tell me a little bit about that before we hear it. Who would like to say one sentence?
2: Um, this is a song that we... Uh, wrote in our cursed band uh, <laughs> Pequereens mm-hmm. and that's why it's called Pequente Freeze. and that cursed band did not last very long because it was cursed and so it, now it is a tough age song
3: yeah it lives on in a kind of abstracted version of the name of that band in the song title sort of means nothing but uh, we want to remember this song because it's very good and uh, yeah but like Penny said that band was strangely cursed all of our shows had some kind of mishap or another but we managed to write at least one great song
0: Back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Pequant Freeze" by a band called Tough Age, off their third record "Shame." We heard Penny and Jesse talk about that before we heard the track. Now it's your turn, Jarrett.
1: Yeah, I uh, actually, I, while that name is definitely not "Back to Pete Freeze," our first band, I, the reason that it was called that was still tied into what it was about, and I was trying to write a song that was a little more interpretive, uh, so that originally started out as uh, uh, in a very different form but as a poem that I sort of changed over into lyrics. Uh, and yeah, usually my song lyrics are pretty straightforward or, uh, surface level in a sense of that they're talking about things or, uh, getting my thoughts out. And I
0: wanted this to be more, what is he possibly talking about?
1: But whilst I still know what I'm talking about.
0: All right, Shame, your third record is a little bit of a rebirth of sorts because Jarrett, Penny, you guys left Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, to move to Toronto, which is on the east coast of Canada. And you got a new member, sort of, Jesse. So I'd love you guys to talk a little bit about hitting the reboot button.
2: Yeah, it's it's been good. I mean, we're pretty much a whole different band right now, I think, um, from what we were when we were in Vancouver. And it's been fun playing with Jesse. Jesse and I play together in a lot of bands. So <laughs> it's uh, interesting to play with him in this band that we had before and see how it's changed with having him there.
3: Yeah, I was a huge fan of Tough Age. I played in a band called The Ketamines before, and we toured with Tough Age a couple years back and then later when jared and penny moved to toronto i was very excited to get to join the fold and we've kind of created this new version of the band together as a trio kind of inspired by we say like our favorite uh three-piece bands like the clean and the Minutemen and husker do and uh the urinals who we've now gotten to play with a couple times the urinals and hundred flowers their other the project uh that's kind of a rambling
0: way of saying that i love being in this new version of the band and it's really exciting i was going to play an older track at this time so jesse since you are such a big fan of the first two records of tough age why don't you pick an older track for us to hear
3: yeah i always loved hearing the song cocaine vouchers from the first album it's just a total ripper that uh, i hope we can bring back in a new form at some point just because i want to try to lay into chris martell's keith moon-esque <laughs> ripping drum fills um
1: but that's one of my faves from the first record the It's a standing it's a world let the world
0: is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track, Cocaine Vouchers. And that's off the first self-titled Tough Age record. That's right. Jesse, you picked this song for us to hear, but I think it's time we hear more about this song from some other members of the band. So who would like to tell me more about Cocaine Voucher?
1: Sure, I'll do that. Uh, I talk a lot anyways. Um, cocaine Voucher is a really old song because it was a song that carried over to Tough Age from my band before, but it was a song about the... Height of my distaste with uh, Vancouver, uh, which at the time was uh, really bumming me out. And part of it was that as someone who does not do drugs but has no judgment, uh, I saw a lot of people get paid
0: up from shows and put it up their nose. So you guys have moved from Vancouver to Toronto. Now, if you live in Canada, there's sort of a West Coast versus East Coast vibe between the cities. If you talk to people who are in the arts in the States, they will have a L.A. versus New York. Mm. Vancouver and Toronto kind of have that thing going on sometimes. So I'd love you to talk about that because you now know both scenes.
1: (laughs) I grew up in Vancouver. I lived in Vancouver my whole life till I moved out to Toronto. And Toronto feels very Canadian and in a way that I was not prepared for growing up in Vancouver, which to me drew a lot more when I was growing up or that what I was uh, taking in or where I went was more out of the Pacific Northwest. So Washington, Oregon, California, Uh, an exaggerated uh, toque wearing hockey playing, Tim Hortons drinking Canadian is not even a joke that I understood before I moved out east. Not to say everyone's like that, but it's just the the things that reflect a Canadian identity I didn't have experience with growing up in Vancouver. So that's, it feels much more Canadian that way. I do think that there is a funny, you said LA and New York, and it is very similar. I think it's sort of the Canadian equivalency of that where the cities do feel
0: somewhat different, uh, or like a manufactured ability to be different, I think they're pretty much the same thing. Before we move on, I want to get some input from Penny and maybe Jesse about Vancouver versus Toronto.
2: Uh, I think the Vancouver versus Toronto thing is different from New York versus LA because New York knows stuff about LA and Toronto doesn't really know anything about Vancouver, which is too bad because they're really missing out on a great scene.
3: Yeah, I'm just happy to get the Insider's Guide to Vancouver whenever I come here with Jared and Penny. Like, they take me to Roe Sushi and, uh, you know, all the hot spots.
0: <laughs> all right, Tough Age, thank you very much for spending some time with me cramped into the tour van. I really appreciate your time. At the end of the show, I let the band pick a song of theirs for us to hear. So, guys, would you like to talk for a second and then pick a song for me to put on?
1: Oh, we should play Me and Glue. I think we should throw in Me and Glue, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Penny's song. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Alright, so you've selected the song, Me and Glue, off the third record, Shame, Penny's song. Penny, I'd love you to tell me about it as I bring up the music.
2: Uh, This is a song that um, Jared, it's the first song that Jared and I wrote collaboratively. Uh, He had the guitar part, and then I came up with the vocal part. And then when we were recording it, I was like, oh no, I need to make up words for it. (laughs) And so I just wrote about how I was feeling at the time, and... I wrote all the words and then tried singing them and I don't know if it's the, that's what ended up ending on the recording but I realized I didn't leave any areas for breathing in this song uh, <laughs> but that's okay all
0: right <laughs> guys thank you very much for being on my show thank you for thank having you. us on the show
1: Scott thank you it was a good Jesse, I'm from the band Tough
3: Age.
2: Hi, I'm Penny. I'm in a band called Tough Age. My
1: name is Jared Evan Sampson. I play in the band Tough Age and you are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Scott Wood. Scott Wood.